Good morning, it's March 10th. This is To My Liberal Friends, and I'm John Haddo. As we talked about yesterday, the House was wrestling with how to fund the government through the rest of the fiscal year, which runs until the end of September. Well, after a lot of haggling and wrangling back and forth, the House finally passed a $1.5 trillion omnibus spending package to fund the government just hours after they had scrapped billions in funding to combat the COVID-19 pandemic after resistance from Democrats who were upset about plans to yank those already allocated relief funds to their states. Republicans have said a lot of that money has not been spent, so let's claw it back and reforfeit it, reuse it. And so they scrambled around changing the bill, hoping to get out of town so they could get to their retreat in Philadelphia. And the House split this bill into two parts, one for domestic and one for defense spending giving people the opportunity to show which they support. The House voted 361 to 69 to back the Pentagon, Homeland Security, and other national security projects, and then 260 to 171 uh, to adopt the provisions mainly related to domestic programs. But a lot of House Democrats were very upset after learning of the language, making it into that 2,741-page bill that was going to reflect those previously allocated coronavirus relief funds. And they didn't like it. It just, they want to spend more money. Congressman Jayapal said, a lot of us continue to be horrified that we just keep increasing military spending even beyond what President Biden asked for, which was already an increase. And so I think you will see some progressive votes against the defense part of that question. And she was right. They did vote against it. But what world are they living in? We are in a world where Russia is invading Ukraine. We are forced to spend more on national security. And maybe some people in the American public are waking up that that's a major issue and we need to fund it. Now, about 11 years ago, Republicans abolished earmarks. And what earmarks are where members of Congress specify money in an appropriations bill for a pet project normally back in their home state. And they make sure that funding gets through. And it's sort of like the old adage about how people think about this. They say, those, guys, those other congressmen, they take home pork, but my guy brings home the bacon. Well, this bill was loaded with pork because there were earmarks galore. It just went out of the way. More than 4,000 earmarks, according to a list of projects provided by Senate Republican aid, that spanned 367 pages. And guess who one of the biggest pork getters was? Chuck Schumer. His name is attached to 59 earmarks, totaling nearly $80 million in the omnibus transportation housing bill. And that's just that section alone. He successfully requested funding for the projects either individually or with other lawmakers from his home state. And overall, he was leading the pack. Now, Mike Braun, who's a conservative Republican from Indiana, closely tracks the number of earmarks in the package and said he counted a total of 142 earmarks linked to Schumer's name. Just 142 to his name alone. By contrast, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell didn't take a single request for an earmark because he's abiding by the decision by Republicans not to have earmarks in the bill. Now, the House, this bill now goes to the Senate and they're going to have to wrangle that out and there's a lot of changes going to be made. Uh, but here's one thing you can count on. The old, the old bulls of the Appropriations Committee, they like earmarks as well, both 
Republicans and Democrats. And the Senate Appropriations Committee Chair, Patrick Leahy, and Senator Richard Shelby from Alabama, who's a Republican, they negotiated a package that steered tens of millions of dollars worth of earmarks to their home states. Now, both of these guys are retiring this year, so they don't really care what heat they take. And after a combined total of 62, 92, I'm sorry, 92 years of service in the Congress, they're finally going home, which goes back to one of my original points in how the rules should be that once you hit 75, you shouldn't be allowed to be in Congress or, or president. You're just too darn old. But Thomas Schatz, who's president of Citizens Against Government Waste, estimated there were more than 4,400 earmarks in that bill. And he was looking at it pretty closely. And he said, it's quote, it's total pork barreling. And that's what it is. Okay. Now, I will say all earmarks are not bad. And they do make them fess up to who's requesting them. But if you're going to ban them, then don't get around it. And Republicans have pretty much stayed with that ban. By and large, Democrats who like big government and like big spending, they have, when they got the majority back, they pounced on the ability to put those earmarks in. So if you're wondering where your government money is going, where your federal taxes are being spent, look at these, some of those members from Democratic states and say, gee, how come they funnel money back home to their state for any little project? It's because it helps them get reelected, and they understand the game and they play it well. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.